This podcast is proudly presented by Fan Babble Sports. What are we doing? I don't know, mate. That kid is superstar fire. in the making. Like the play's already gone, just please. Just put your flag up. Yeah, but what are you, mate? I mean, I am a wanker. You're listening to the Circle and Rectangle Show, Australia's finest A-Leagues podcast. Jamie Brown back again for the Circle and Rectangle Show. We've had a little bit of an, like a two-week break since our last show, but you wouldn't believe it. We are five days away from the kickoff of the A-League men's seasons. Are you excited? I am pumped. Finally, it is here. Five days away, less than a week. Oh, it's... Uh, I understood the postponement, but seriously, um, it's taken a long time to get here. So I'm just, I'm, I'm glad it's here. Well, yeah, I'm, we I'm are all glad, glad it's here. here. They've been absolutely smashing the promotions on Channel 10 as well. There's been ads left, yes. right, and center. Getting yep. Tara Rushton on the project, even though I don't watch that show, but they're Neither. promoting the A-League on primetime yep. Australian television. And it's it's massive, massive for us. As I said, five days away from the kickoff of this year's season. And oh, I could not be more excited. Yeah, they actually care about the sport in Australia. They've been great with the FFA Cup. They've been great with the Socceroos games. Now we're going to see how good they can be on Paramount Plus with A-League games, especially on Saturday night when you got a simultaneous kickoff in two games. So it's going to be interesting. I think I'm going to be at one of those games, but um, thank God it's here. Yeah, um, like, oh, it's, it's, it's been a long time. We've been like, oh, we're yeah. already, what, two months into season two of the Circle and Rectangle show, we, and this is our <laughs> yeah, first lot of actual A-League action. Yeah, we actually preview in the ridiculous. season now. But yeah, look, for the first time in A-League history, simultaneous kickoffs on a Saturday night, mm. one on free-to-air TV and the other one on Paramount+. Plus. And this, this week's free-to-air game is probably the biggest match on the calendar year. It is a Sydney oh, derby. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely right up there. It's up there with a the big blue. But, you know, to start off the free-to-air A-League campaign with Sydney derby, it's it doesn't get much better, especially since the Wanderers are going to be pretty decent this year. So it should oh, be. You a, wouldn't a, believe actually it. the games are always competitive. So yeah, we're always some, oh, except for the one year where we were pretty garbage and Sydney FC pumped us like three times in the same year. But we don't talk about that Good anymore. Years. Good years. Those, those were the days. Um, <laughs> but look, a lot of a lot has happened in the last two weeks since our last show when we uh, had a month off, um, including Socceroos for the first time in two years back in Australia. Jamie yeah. Brown was at this game, and you wouldn't believe it. We're going to jump straight into the result. The results are in. The result of that game of the Asian, oh sorry, World Cup qualifiers, Group B action. And I'll tell you what, after this game, the table is looking a lot closer for comfort. Oh, yeah. And I don't like it. Yeah, Australia was kind of cruising up until the Japan game and now this game. But Neil all at uh, Combank Stadium, Socceroos probably dominated the entire game. Does There were... Saudi Arabia had a couple of really good chances. Matt Ryan and the defense, including Harry Souter in the first half, great. Johnny on the spot block, but Australia dominated most of the possession, had much, most of the better chances, didn't get many on target. Um, but the ones they did, it looked like they were going to score. Unfortunately, New Law, which makes it, I think, what, uh, Saudi Arabia on top on 13 points, followed by Australia on 10. And the only other team that matters is Japan on 9, who only managed to beat uh, Vietnam in Vietnam 1-0. So... I lost money on that game, but yes, um, you know <laughs> they're they're not unbeatable, Japan. Yeah, that's uh, uh, yeah. We, as I said, that table them. is a lot closer for comfort than I want. Oh yeah. First time Saudi Arabia have dropped points in this qualifying section of the tournament, and uh, big game coming up in the next few days for Australia against China. Yep, in the UAE. Yeah, that's a weird one. 
Well, you, you don't want to play in China. Yeah, no, no one wants to go play to China. In China. But um, um, yeah. Some talking points out of this game, but uh, Saudi Arabia, grubs, get the fuck up, like get get up, like you just you you, you got shoulder budged like side by side, and you fall down rolling around like you've been shot by someone in the in the stands. Like get the fuck up, Ab Abdelela El Malki, number eight. You're a fraud. You're the worst. And I mean, Young Jim Co, the referee. Seriously, that man. Abdallah Al Malki. God, I'm struggling with that. That's shit. a tongue twister. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, he rolled around for more than three minutes on his own. So I don't know where you pulled this three three minute number from. I think you just wanted to get out of the rain and get home. But he was just terrible as well. He just he looked like he wanted to let the game flow early, but then all of a sudden, every time Australia tackled slightly hard a Saudi Arabian player, they fell to the floor and he blew a foul. They rolled around like they've been shot. It's why people hate football. Teams like that. I don't know why FIFA lets these nuffy nations play in the World Cup qualifiers when this is what they. This is how they are. Oh, got touched. I'm going to roll around on the floor like I've been shot. Oh, get the fuck up. Unfortunately, mate. The um, <laughs> the key the key to that statement is it's it's a World Cup qualification. So yeah, I know. Because but we don't they, get a lot of teams in a country in this world. They <laughs> are eligible. A lot of countries that aren't. <laughs> There's some that aren't. Like we're never going to let American Samoa play in it. Like, because reasons. Yeah, well, I got other reasons. I'd rather see American. They don't roll around on the floor like nuffies. Plus, they always provide good goals for the opposition. They don't score any, but um, for the opposition, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that just that really it ticked everyone off. There, there was a stage where there was a quick throw coming down the sideline. Australia was taking it, and the Saudi Arabian player got up in the front of him. Uh, I believe it was as Aziz Bayich, who I don't really like, but um, and he sort of just like shoved him to the ground, and he rolled around again like he'd been shot, stopping the play, and then. The chant around the crowd rang out, bullshit, mm -hmm. bullshit. Oh, it's just Aussies getting together to absolutely bag a fraud. It's just it's just fun. But, yeah, those those two names really stood out to me. The rest of the Saudi Arabian team just seemed to dive. Their goalkeeper, to his credit, was pretty good. Made some really good saves off a Awamobile free kick and then a follow-up from Mr. Boyle. Mr. But Boyle. Other, yeah, Mr. Boyle. I forgot Martin. his name. Martin Boyle. Martin, Martin Boyle. Yeah, I knew it was an M, but I forgot it. Um, yeah, but just just a joke how much time they rolled around the floor. And the referee, come on, three minutes. Are you serious? There could have been at least 10 minutes and it still wouldn't have felt yeah. like enough. I'll tell you what, like, though. That's I think long. my favorite stat from this game is um, the Socceroos. They've, they've had a few caps for the Socceroos, but Harry Suter, Martin Boyle, <laughs> and Arjun Hustic was the first time they've ever been to the country. Yep. And uh, not a happy time for uh, Mr. Harry Suter to remember. No. Uh, unfortunately, injured, possibly very seriously. I know the Stoke fan forums, which I was searching around for my blog the other day, are not impressed with the fact that they let him go and play for these Minnow Nations. So, Hang on, we're, the big, um, we're one of the biggest nations in our, in our cup. Not according to Stoke fans. <laughs> Stoke fans don't matter. Yeah, they really don't. Um, and I think... Also, another thing that came out of this match is there's no longer the term on a cold and rainy night in Stoke. It's, in it's on a cold and rainy night in Parramatta. It is. That's the thing. And Harry looked so at home. <laughs> he looked at home, but he, he he's played in Stoke. He knows what it's like. These were his conditions, unfortunately. Yeah, it looks like he's not going to be playing for a while, no. which is really bad for not just Australia, but also Stoke. So And the man himself, who was set probably for a move to Everton in the transfer window. Mm. So. Big big blow to the uh, Socceroos oh, yeah. campaign. Um, another big game coming up as well against China. But look, that's the Socceroos segment. That's the uh, the results segment. This is our big preview show. I say big preview oh, yeah. show, but it's just the A-League men's as their season kicks off, as mentioned, in five days' time. We will do a preview oh, yeah. for the women's A-League when their season yep. rolls around. But 
Time for the fun stuff, Jamie Brown. Five days out, kits have been released. Time oh, yeah. to judge people's beauty standards. All right, are we going to do worst or best? I think we do worst. Surely first. the worst. Although first. worst, worst does bring me more joy. It does. <laughs> do you want to go first or? Do um, you well, you well, my we'll go three of each. Our three best and our three worst. So that's right. that's all kits. So that's both home and away. Okay. Otherwise, we're naming half of the half of the clubs in the A League for having good kits or bad kits. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um. And so I've, all I got a good blog coming yeah, out. Yeah. All three so, of my yeah. worst kits are Sydney FC. Fuck them. That's a lie. Before we came on, you said their third kit was the greatest kit. No, their, so. <laughs> their third kit was their best kit. It's actually a really nice kit. The purple and black is really a really nice touch, an oh, alternate yeah. kit. But yeah, Sky Blue for me, it's disgusting. Melbourne City, throw them in there too. Um, and then <laughs> Sky Blue, don't like it. And yep. honestly, for me, it's not a bad kit. It's just the sponsor makes it look like trash. <laughs> Newcastle Jets, sort it out. Yeah, that's, um, I mean, I get that they pay a lot of money to be a sponsor, but there's a thing called formatting. Um, you should probably look into it, Newcastle, because that's garbage. <laughs> um, my worst three are Melbourne Victory's away kit. Uh, yes, the white one, yes. MacArthur's away kit. Yeah, I forgot to throw the inconvenience in there, but Sydney FC really took the cake for me. And it was kind of a toss-up. Uh, Wellington Phoenix's away kit is terrible, and Newcastle's home kit is terrible. So, but I'll go. I'll go Newcastle with you because yeah. we we'll, we'll like to agree on this show sometimes. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'll tell you what: the inconvenience of Macarthur there are uh, their away kit is pretty ordinary. I don't know what they're doing no. there. It looks like a training shirt. It's bad. It's really bad. And I think the worst thing is they modelled it with Danny De Silva, who is a medium at best, and they gave him a three XL. <laughs> yeah, it looked like it was. It was he a was shot wearing a parachute. Yeah, it's nineties. He had the parachute pants on it was and everything. Ridiculous, um, terrible. But I tell you what, we'll jump in. We'll jump into our best kits. And I look, I will say it. At number oh. three for me is is Sydney FC's alternate kit. It it is a good kit. It is. It is a very, is very nice very kit. And the fact is, their sponsor's really nice. It blends in well. It does. Yeah, to get the same sponsor for all three kits, it just looks. It just looks more. I don't know, professional. Like, you know, Newcastle's got a different sponsor for home and away. It's But it's it's the know. Under Armour badge in the middle, the A League's emblem on the right chest, the Sydney FC badge, which is disgusting on the left. But they're all white. And same with the major yeah. sponsor of the star in the middle, but the purple and black at like gradient, it's amazing. It's it's a really nice kit. And I it, like it pains me to say, you, Jamie can see the physical anguish I am in right now <laughs> saying this. He looks very ill. I, I, <laughs> I've gone white. But look, it is a In good fact, kit. Is that Troy behind you with a gun? Yeah, maybe. No, it's not. No, it's just... <laughs> yeah, it's it's a good kit. All right. I'll give him that. It's a good kit. All right. So my number three on the list is Western United's away kit. Ah, uh, yes. It's the white with the green. Phenomenal. Very nice. Yep. But those two green and black lines split just so ever slightly by a tiny white strip down the middle. It's just perfect. And the kappa, they, the kappa blends in nicely with it. How the, how the, the stripes is really nice. go around it kind of thing. Really nice yeah, touch. The, the, it's a good kit manufacturer and a great mm-hmm. kit. So yeah, Western United, you've done it again. Yeah. Um, look, my second best favorite kit for this A-League season, Adelaide United's is a really good touch. Actually, you know what? I will go Adelaide. I'll go Adelaide United's away kit. <laughs> I will go Adelaide United's away kit. It, it's really busy, mm. but it just looks nice. It does. Like, it, it works. It works as busy. Yeah, the the, um, the, the bluish, grayish gradient is really nice. Alternate yep. directions on the on the top half and then just the plane at the bottom. It's really nice. It's a nice, it's a class kit for me. Yeah. Adelaide does do generally really good kits. So I'm not surprised they come out with a good one. 
Uh, my number two on my list is Melbourne City's third kit. I love it. It should be there on my blog that's coming out to, to yeah today. Um, if you yeah, they're featuring the bottom half. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> if it was their away kit, they would have featured a hell of a lot higher in it. But it's not. It's their third kit. I didn't take that into account, but I love their third kit. The like the polka dotted sort of stripe that goes the you know harken back to their Melbourne Heart days. It just it just looks perfect. I love it. Mm. If I was going to buy another kit from another team this year, it'd probably be that one. It is. It is um, a very nice kit. I, I'm going to go yeah. honourable mention because it's probably my fourth favourite kit. But honourable mention, Perth Glory away. Um, the nice the, teal the color, teal. yeah, the teal one. It's got, it's definitely got my teal of approval. Um, it's, it's a good kit for me. It's, it, it, it clashes like it's, it's a perfect alternate to their purple. And their purple one's not great. Mm. It does definitely make them look a little bit better. I don't know about the all teal. Like I feel like a white, white shorts. Nah, definitely all teal. Has to be all teal. Uh, I, I don't know short, but you don't take shorts into account. We're only talking about top kits. Mm. So. All teal, mate. All teal. But look, my 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 best jersey this year, and of course I'm going to say it, but the Western Sydney Wanderers <laughs> away kit is class. It is absolutely it's, class. It is good. I definitely don't mind it. And I don't like the Wanderers at all, no. but it looks really good. Yeah, it just looks really good. The Where's Wally kit, synonymous with Shinji Ono from when he was there, and it just looks good with the sponsor. Yeah, it's a great, it's a good, yeah. it's a good ten year anniversary kit going back to the like yeah. the full hoops of our debut season. But with the nice touch of the black underarm and that, and the black sides, it's it's a very nice kit for me. And and the gold capper, oh, that's more in the arm. That's in their alternate kit. But uh, if we're going just straight up, Wanderers goalkeeper jerseys are the best kit this year. I was gonna, that was going to be my honourable mention. Yeah. If we want to talk about goalkeeper kits, that's it. That's they've the killed one. it with theirs. Like it, Daniel Margush is going to look really good on the bench warming up uh, in that <laughs> kit. <laughs> Unfortunately, he was the one who modelled it, but it is definitely probably one of the best goalkeeper kits I've ever yeah. seen. It kind of has that flashback to 90s Premier League jerseys. Those, you know, those so. classic goalkeeper kits. You think of like the yeah, Peter Schmeichel or the, like yeah. the um, Rene Higua, the, like the Scorpion yep. kick. Those, <laughs> yeah, those yes. outlandish, Oliver Kahn, like the outlandish goalkeeper yeah. kits that we grew up watching in the 90s. It's definitely a throwback to those. But um, my number one, it was tough. Um, I really like Adelaide's home kit and their away kit, but I like their home kit. It's really smart. But I got to give it to the Central Coast Mariners. I really like that home kit. It's um, I don't know, just the yellow with that perfectly placed sponsored thin, a thick horizontal stripe across the middle that holds the sponsor in it. Newcastle, if you're looking to take tips, <laughs> I would look at your neighbours just down the road because they've done it right. right with their sponsor. But yeah, it's it just looks nice. It's just something about it when you look at it. It looks not just stylish, but looks professional. I think the I think the way it's that great. why it looks so good as well is because it's it's um corresponding with their away kit and their alternate to they all yeah. three have that same blue strip across the middle yep um and then the, like the details in the in the yellow or the blue or the white it's the and consistency the, the sleeve it, yeah has that alternate color like on the navy blue it's got the yellow on the away kit it's got the navy blue it just, uh, it, just it just looks good it's, nick montgomery if you're listening you've done I'll a tell great you what job. it's the consistency for me that's it the, the consistency of the fact that all three jerseys tie in together with that and i mean middle, it's, it's, it's it's good it's good central coast it, Top job. The only probably good thing you'll do this season, unfortunately. Other than hiring Nick yeah. Montgomery as your manager. I think that's a great move. But yeah, it just looks nice. It is. It just... It is, it is a nice kit. Another... And I think you've got to be give me some credit that I didn't pick any of Sydney FC's kits. I love them, but I wanted to be totally non-biased and those three are the kits that really stood out to me. Mm. So, Well, hang on. I've I, gone non-biased. I've picked Sydney FC in my top three and I hate this move. 
I know, but I didn't. Hate them. I didn't pick them in, in my team. You picked your own team. Well, so. It's because it's a good kid. I did not. It's a, it is a good, it's kid, a good kid. But that Sydney FC away kit's pretty good Incorrect. too. I, I have it already, but I didn't want to put it in there because I'm like, it's good, but I, is it top three out of all of them? Probably not. But I'm happy with my top three. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with mine. Very good. That's the fun stuff. That's the fun stuff, getting the kits out of the yeah. way. That's the most important thing for us, really. It's getting the kits out really, of the way. Yeah. It really it's, is. Kit nerd. Yeah. We are we're massive kit nerds, and we are also nerds of players going to teams. So I think we're going to pick out our best signings for all 12 A-League clubs this season. And we'll start pretty confident. alphabetically, pretty... of course, with Adelaide United. Okay, for me, Adelaide United's best signing is Nick Ansel, defender from Melbourne Victory. They lost Jordan Elsie. I think he's going to be... Pretty crucial to the way they hold their defensive line together. So, look, I'm going to have to absolutely agree with you. I think Nick Ansel is one of their uh, one of their better signings. They've got some good ones as well. Um, Jacob Tratt's a nice little pickup for them. Same with yeah, Isaiah Sanchez. Like um, and then Dakota Oshinen on a short term deal. But yeah, Nick Ansel for me really shoring up their backline after like obviously losing Elsie as well. But um, yep, yeah. mm. Adelaide United that is our best signing for you. And we go to Brisbane Raw. Uh, so for Brisbane Raw, I have picked, uh, don't know his first name, but Miller Eustich Nicola. is what I wrote down. Nick, Nick, I thought it was Nicola. Yeah, Nicola I'll tell you what, I've picked the same person. Yeah, I mean, they, they haven't made a lot of big name signings, but I think they've he's made a pretty a, good They've made a lot of signings because they've lost a lot of players, but yeah, he was... But no big names that really stand out, but he's one of them. Yeah, he was the one that stood out for me, a really good pickup for yeah. Brisbane Raw. Uh, the Central Coast Mariners, Nick Montgomery, we're scrutinizing you here. This is your, this is your job. <laughs> yeah. Big fan of the show. Nick Montgomery, you've done well here for me. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Nick Nicola Moore, what a signing. Yeah, I'm the same. I think we said on the show that when he wasn't going to re-sign with the Wanderers, there were teams he could go to. You didn't want him to go to Sydney. It was either Sydney. I think we both said the Mariners. Yeah, because he wants to stay in Sydney. Sydney or MacArthur were the two I didn't want him to go to. And he chose the right home. I think he'll be really good there, playing in behind Matt Simon. He's a, he's a good player. Mm. You guys just didn't utilize him enough at the Wanderers. So I'm happy with I. I think it's a great move and, you know, Mariners have to work cheap and he came on a free. So. Yeah. Well, to be fair, right a lot of people are on freeze in the A-League. We don't really spend money. <laughs> true. true. So, yeah, yeah. Or, but no, look, as I said, yeah, I didn't want him. I, I, I'm upset we didn't re-sign him, but he just didn't fit Robinson's system, which is like fine. Great footballer. Um, what is his system again? Because it doesn't look like he has one. <laughs> poor. Um, but yeah, look, it, I just didn't want him to go to Sydney FC and win stuff like... Um, uh, Bomb your hand did. Alexander Bomb your hand. But they've dropped him as well, so that's fine by me. Um, and I didn't want him to go to <laughs> MacArthur because they're just an inconvenience. Um, but so going to Central Coast yeah. is a really good for me. It was either Central Coast or Newcastle. He he loves it here in Sydney, which is great. His family is out here as well. Um, and Central Coast is in the North Sydney anyway. That's a, it's a, not a, not, yeah, a, it's not a bad it, Yeah, Newcastle's a bit far, but it's a perfect signing. I think he fits him so well. Play out wide, play in behind Matt Ryan and like a. Like a lot, Matt know, Ryan. Matt Ryan's playing up for Central. <laughs> sorry. Matt Simon. Sorry, the Wizard of Woy. Wizard of Woy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's a great signing. Anyway, of course, Nick Montgomery. Nick great Montgomery, manager. great manager. Great signing of Nicola Moore. And look, we go right now to the inconvenience of MacArthur <laughs> FC. Well, realistically, there can really only be one good signing they've made. They've made a lot this year. They've almost turned over their entire squad. Mm-hmm. But it's got to be Ulysses de Villa, new club captain, mate. Yep, stolen from the Phoenix. New club. I can't wait to see the Mexicans at Campbelltown. Um, yep. That'll be great. But no, look, he's a good signing. He's a great player. He's a great playmaker for Wellington Phoenix last year, and he was, he'll yeah. sit, fit their system well. In behind, we don't know yet. Probably Al Hassan Toure because they don't really have a striker with Tommy Urich being Tommy Urich. 
Um, <laughs> but look, they've picked up well. Look, there was, a, there was this was probably one of the hardest ones for me to pick, not because I hate the team, but they've made some really good signings. Good Jordan Munch in the middle that replaced Mark Milligan's perfect. Philip Curto replacing. Um, yeah, that Federici. was going to be my second best. Call. Great goalkeeper, great, great, great replacement. Yeah. Danny De Silva coming down. Um, yep. And Craig Noon. Craig Noon. Like yeah. they have made some really good signings. Unfortunately, they've made some really good signings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. But um, mm. yeah, had had to be Davila. He's just had to be you. Listen, me. he's a he's a look he, what he did for West Wellington Phoenix last year, and they weren't really nothing and at the start of the season. And look what he did. And mm. you put him in a team with those players around, it's it's just bad news magic. for everybody else. Magic of the Mexican. But look, we go on to the defending champions who haven't made many signings, but they've made one big one for us. Oh yeah, uh, Melbourne City, best signing for them, Matt Licking. by far. Don't even question it. He was great for the Socceroos on Thursday night. He's been great when he's been in the past. The strong just get stronger. It's now ridiculous. he's going to be feeding uh, Jamie McLaren the golden boot. It's winner. ridiculous. It's just with Naboo on the other side. It's just not fair. It's, this shouldn't be legal. <laughs> no, I want an investigation. It's salary cap, something. Oh, it's, oh, it's it's ridiculous. That that is a formidable attacking three in and like in the A League. It's it's ridiculous yeah. how good that is. McLaren, Lecky, and Naboo. It's if they're all fit. I mean. They lost Craig Noon, and I thought, cool, they're weak now. And then they signed Leckie like two weeks later. Like, come on, man. Ridiculous. It's not fair. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, but then we go to the Crosstown Rivals, Melbourne Victory, new coach, Tony Popovich, and he's uh, done Tony Popovich things. He brought in an incredible Everybody. assortment of players, <laughs> like big names as well. I think, for me, like Jason Davidson, Stefan Negro, Matthew Sferanovic, yep. Connor Medes, Brendan Hamill, D'Agostino, like... How do you pick? I mean, how if, do you pick the best signing out of those ones? I mean, if we're honest, do you say the best signing is Popovich himself? Yeah, so I would say <laughs> Melbourne Victory's struggling. best signing has been their manager. Yeah, because he's just turn. He's going to bring a great new sort of club culture in, which you hate to see because you just love seeing Melbourne Victory down the bottom. But I mean, if he's not there, if you if you go with a player, not a manager, I think for me it's a Condomides, and it's a little bit selfish, but it's because he viewed our story <laughs> on Instagram the other night for Fanbubble Sports, and he doesn't follow us, and we didn't tag him in it, so I don't know how he saw it, but thanks, Chris. Love your work. Really loving it, but um, look for me, look again, Economides is a good attacking player for Melbourne Victory. That's what they they lack that spark up front, especially losing um Elvis um Cam Sober as well. Cam Sober, but look, yep. they're picking up of like Jason Davidson and Matthew Spiranovic. That sh- that is yeah. a very solid back line already. Yeah, you got the tall Spiranovic who's going to just clear everything out. And Jason Davidson's one of the hardest tacklers Australia's produced. Like, not not Kevin Musket hard, you know, fair hard. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, all, like, Josh Brillante as well in the midfield is. Yep. That's, uh, that sort of hurts to see. Yeah, to uh, for you, maybe. But for me, <laughs> yeah. for me, it's just seeing Tony. Yeah, that would be hard too. But, um, yeah, seeing Brillante, what he did for Sydney FC to now go there and play with the scum is. I mean, he, I mean, he was he was playing with Scum. Now he's going to play with Melbourne Scum. So um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fine. Um, look, Newcastle Jets. Arthur Pappas has made a few signings for the Newcastle Jets, but for me, their best signing is Matt German. Yeah, I went with um, Jordan Elsey, but I think we're on the same page there. Defensively, young defenders mm-hmm. who can tackle hard and read the play really well. But yeah, yeah, yeah they, you're not wrong that they've made a few signings. They've, Joey Champness could have been considered there. Um, that new guy who scored the FFA Cup goal, Pena. Yep. He looks like he's going to be something special, but yeah, for me, it's Elsie. For you, it's German. Oh, look, Matt German, after park. losing Topol Stanley, who has been really good for Newcastle over the last yep. few years, but he has made a few of those mistakes every now and then. But yeah, Matt German's a really good signing for them. Um, will it change where they are on my ladder? Probably not. 
Yeah, not depends how he plays them, like their style, how they look. But yeah, for me, I think it's two good defensive players, but I don't. It doesn't get them wins. It just sort of maybe prevents losses. Yeah, most likely. Um, Perth Glory. Um, you'd probably expect us to say the signing of Daniel Sturridge as being their best. Not a chance. Um, <laughs> not, I mean, it's a great signing. Don't get me wrong. It's financially and commercially. It's. I'll a tell good you signing. what. It's great for the A League. Yeah, it's a massive yeah. signing for that's probably the A League's best signing this season. It's a great signing for barbers in Perth as yep, well. Yep, we've seen uh, his Instagram advertising stories. for your CVs. Yep. <laughs> um, if you've been uh, look, if you've been declined by um, Daniel Sturridge to cut his hair, let us know. We'd love we to would, hear. From we, you. we really we want to hear your side of the story. Send in your CVs. You can give Jamie a haircut. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you could. You and definitely I'm not could. Um, <laughs> Well, you couldn't because your borders closed until next year. But we move on. Yeah. Um, for me, Perth Glory's best signing is probably, for me, it has to be Brad Jones. Mainly because without Brad Jones, you don't get Daniel Sturridge. You, you're very you're very right there. Good friends with Sturridge is he from his Liverpool times. And he's a good goalkeeper in his own right. Like, he's better than ready. He doesn't drink on plane trips. Um, he's pretty solid with his command of area and he's got a lot of experience. He's going to be able to tell younger players what they're doing he, wrong on the field and things like that. He is unfortunately one of those goalkeepers just grew up in the wrong generation of Australian football. Yep. yep. He was, and, and same with Liverpool, like he was second string for Liverpool for a long time. He was a really good goalkeeper. Then went to, I think he went to Feyenoord. Yeah. And yeah, he, he won them titles. Season. Title. Title. But oh, we'll go with title. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> it's not Ajax. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, look, I reckon he's a great signing for Perth Glory. So he is, but I went with O'Neill. Yep. Um, seeing what he was like at Sydney FC and how he played at Pohang when he left us. He's a really good player. He wins the ball in the midfield and he's great with his distribution, which they need because they decided to sign Sturridge and forgot that, oh, wait, we haven't given Castro a contract. So someone's got to feed Sturridge and I think it can be Brendan O'Neill. But yeah, both good players. Yep, absolutely it is. Um, Sydney FC, so your boys, the Smurfs. Um, see, their best signing for me, uh, is no one. Fuck you. No, <laughs> I look, picked one of your team. Look, no, it's all right. No, I'm, look for me. Um, look, a uh, big fan of the show, uh, Connor O'Toole has gone to Sydney FC, so he's come back down yep. to Sydney, which is great. Um, unfortunately, I don't see him starting over Joel King at the moment. Um, yep. But we, look, we don't know what Corrick is like at training. We don't know how um, how Connor's been at training. But for me, look, Cam yep. Sober's a good signing for you guys as well. Yeah, he's... Um, and no Sydney FC fan thought he would be. They he's, thought he was a money. He's a great super sub. Yeah, bring him on for. I mean, that's kind of what they've done in a few of the friendlies. He's come on and he scored goals. Yeah. So um, I was confident. I was. Ex- I liked him at Melbourne Victory. Yeah, he did that stupid thing where they got belted and he was caught at a club or something like that night after. No one wants to play for Melbourne Victory. You're going to blame him for doing that. No one wants to be there. He's in Sydney FC now. He's at a good, respectable club. He ain't going to be pulling I mean, that shit with our club culture. Good club. No one respects you. <laughs> the, the league respects no, us. No, no one does. <laughs> But um, well, for me, it's Max Burgess. Yeah, Max Burgess is a very good sign. No Berlante in that midfield. Luke Bratton kind of getting a bit old and a bit stupid. Um, Max Burgess coming home. I think he's he's going to be so crucial in. Not that we're going to go on and win the title, I don't think, but I think he's going to be crucial in us getting to getting wins and getting to the finals. Yeah. So um, yeah, you know, Sydney FC will probably make finals again this year. But uh, Wellington Phoenix, um, for me, <laughs> their best signing has probably to replace Ulysses Devere is a very hard task. Um, yep. And they've gone with Luca Prasso. Don't yep. like him for his diving, but I do like him for his footballing mm-hmm. ability. Yeah, he was pretty good at the Jets last year when he played. I've got him too. He's my signing for them. I also put honorable mention to if, Gary If Hooper. he scores goals. 
yeah, if he can score goals like the Gary Hoople, I think those who know him know him. Um, they'll be very good. But yeah, Luca Prasso, probably their best signing. And they didn't sign many, like many big names. Not many. Um, I'll tell you who has done a lot of signings is Carl Robinson for the Western Sydney Wanderers. Uh, we have made a yeah. lot of signings this off season. Yep. Um, after losing just a lot a recent of one too. a lot of big players too. You signed Jack Rodwell. We did just recently as well. We did so. sign Jack Rodwell, who stays everyone, fit. Everyone re- could be a good signing for the A League. I mean, I think everyone remembers him from his time at Sheffield United. So, um, you know, he was okay for us in a couple of cup games. Mm. He's not bad. Mm. Yeah, but um, look, uh, Wanderers have been absolutely gone mental with the signings. Triore, oh, yeah. Remy, um, Remy Najarin, Toma Hamed, Reese Williams, Terry Antonis, Johnny Katrumas, Dimi Petratos, Keijiro Ogawa, and Thomas Myas. Jack Rodwell, we signed Jordan Sweeble as well recently as well after a yep, trial. Yeah, Sydney youth player. Yep. Yep. So he's a good pickup for us. He's like you. Um, <laughs> look, for me, Tom Hamed's good. I think we do need that, like, just goal scoring striker. Um, yep. But, like, new captain, new captain, Reese Williams for me. Yeah, I, I, I think, think he he's... shores up defensively yeah. where we were lacking yep. last year. Ziggy Gordon was good. Mark Nutt is a great young talent. But having, like, Reese Williams in there is. Yeah, to, talk, to guide him yeah. through and, you know, just communicate with Ziggy Jordan. I think he's huge. Dimi Prochados is also good, but I'm not sure how well he went last year in Qatar, I think he was. Mm-hmm. So I can't say he's going to be the same player, but Reese Williams, I mean, look at that beard. Yeah, that's great. That's, that's great. That's given the armband. Um, look, I'll tell you what, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing Keijiro Ogawa as well. Um, look, we haven't, we've struggled bringing in Japanese players ever since we, uh, Brought in Shinji Ono and just set the bar way too high at the start. He was okay. He was he was more than okay, but um yeah we we we've struggled to replace him in our um, in uh, the old land of the rising sun with Japanese players. But look, I'm excited for Agawa's um, contributions to the club. A nice left winger, a little bit of pace. Reminds me a lot of um Junpei when we had him, but um maybe a little bit better. Hopefully, he was a good player. He, he was too. a very good player. Surprised Mate, he didn't pan out. I tell you what, his all I remember is his first contribution to the Wanderers was nutmegging two new, um, Sydney FC players and then missing. So, thanks, Junpei, but Megs nah. can't. I like I like him doing that too. It was fun. <laughs> Megs are cool. Missing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but have uh, you you've gone Reese Williams as well? It's yeah, beard. Have to it be. has to be that beard. It's the beard, man. Look at it. It's I'm glorious. not going to go near him. Glorious. If I'm running down, to, chasing the ball down, and he's next to me, fuck it, you have it. Yep. And, I've, and I've got a pretty long beard as well. Yeah, thank God you said it's long, not, not good, little, but... but long. No, no, no. I was going to say good. I'm like, mm. eh, long. No. Um, but look, we'll finish <laughs> off Western United. Best signing for me, probably manager John Aloisi. Um, <laughs> uh, funny humor. Uh, look... We say it, I say it every every year on this show, and we've only been around for one season. I'd almost say it every week. <laughs> Jamie Young is the best goalkeeper in the A-League, and Western United now has him. Yep. I cannot yeah. believe Brisbane Raw let that man go. Yeah, I mean, he wanted to leave, but I would have thrown everything I could to keep him. He's, you know, Brisbane Raw through and through, and they just couldn't keep him, and he's the best goalkeeper in the league. We say it all the time. He's Last year, he was consistently top three. It was him... Um, Federici, Even Federici and tied for most Spirigi. saves. Um, and it's it's not just saves, but it's just saves where you just don't expect it. He's coming across goal. It's an open goal, and somehow he gets a foot or no, an no. arm there, and it's just... But he only, they only ever do it against the Wanderers. Goalkeepers only <laughs> ever show up against the Wanderers. Yep. Even Redmayne. <laughs> Even Jack Duncan. <laughs> no, no, he's not going to show no, up against anyone. He's still <laughs> missing. 
<laughs> He's somewhere around halfway, oh, no. wondering how that ball got oh, past him. No. But look, yeah, Jamie Young for West United, that's their yep. best sign. He's, uh, we love that man on this show. Yeah, and I think, I mean, John Aloisi used to be at Brisbane, knows exactly what he's like. It was the first signing he made when he signed for the club. Actually, no, I think the first one was Wenzel Hawes. It was Wenzel Hawes, who was a great pickup for them as well. And same with Topol yep. Stanley. Yeah, they've made some good signings. Topol's maybe a little bit old, but you know, with Jamie Young in that goals, I don't think you have to worry about too many goals going no, in. No. It just doesn't happen no, for him. That's look, that's some good signings for the A League this year. I can't wait for probably five days away. I'm so excited. I am beaming yep. with excitement. Actually, we get to see what Brisbane looked like without Jamie Young in goals. It's going to be Friday weird to night, see, so. to be fair. I, I, yeah, I mean, we saw Freak once last year. He's a good goalkeeper, but you know, he's, he's not, not Jamie, Jamie Young. Young. Um, but look. This is the most important part. This is the most important part. Who's going to get sent off the most? Incorrect. Luke Bratton. I was going to say Luke Bratton, but he only gets them in big games. That was his first red card. How? How is that? The other... <laughs> that was his first card. Like, uh, uh, you know what? I just want to say Reese Williams. <laughs> I don't think it's... I think... It's going to be a defender. It's one hundred percent going to be a defender. Like, tell you what, for banter, Topol Stanley. He's prone he for a red play enough games. He's good. Um, is he going to be a starting centre back? I don't probably not. I don't know. Uh, no, no, the most important thing is the is the final <laughs> table. But look, Golden Boot prediction, Jamie Brown. <laughs> I mean, look at the front three at that Melbourne City team. It's got to be McLaren. <laughs> it's going to be him. He's going to get thirty this year. He's going to score He's forty goals. To... Yeah, with, with Naboo feeding him on the right, fucking Lecky on the left. You, you just don't stop that. Like it's it's seven of them come fair. against the Jets, but it's not no, fair. No, it's not. Like there's got to be an investigation. <laughs> Where's Jeff Tuvey? Why isn't he complaining oh, about this? That's uh, ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Bullshit. Um, Nathan Booth will be a happy man. I can't have that two seasons in no, a row. Not a chance. But yeah, look, um, I'm gonna have to say it. Yeah, um, Jamie McLaren Golden Boot is ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. Like I don't like the other teams. I think that are going to be up there, like Macarthur. I don't see any one of their players scoring thirty goals. Like McLaren's gonna. Sydney FC is the same. It's going to be spread around. Victory, it'll be spread around. Mariners, yeah. It's just um, Wanderers. It'll be spread around. No, I think like, Tom Man will be our leading goal scorer this year. I don't think you'll get yeah, close to McLaren. I mean, he may. It's not going to be like eight goals ahead. It's going to be like Tom Man might get eleven, and the next guy will get nine or eight. Yeah. Like it's not going to be McLaren on thirty-four. Naboo on 17. <laughs> like, yeah, the, so the golden boot will be Jamie McLaren. Second best will be Andrew yeah. Naboo. And third yeah. best will be Matt Leckie. Yeah, and, and then by virtue of that, the Johnny Warren medal is going to go to Andrew Naboo because yeah. he's going to have like 50 assists and 34. It's, it's and absolutely goals, ridiculous. Like. But look, <sighs> we are five days away. We'll go with our final table prediction. Get it out there nice and early, and then we might preview this week's games. Yep. We might preview this week's games. A little bit of a teaser there. But look, the final table, <laughs> um, it's a long way away, the end of the season. But look, how are we How are we looking? Who is your wooden spooners for this season? So my wooden spooner is going to be Western United, even with Jamie Young and yours. I, <laughs> I've gone with Newcastle Jets. I mean, it's not that uncommon, surprising yeah. if that happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I just, yeah, West United have lost some pretty key players. Yes, they still have Diamante, but they had him last year and they weren't good. So 
I'm not, and I just don't think John Aloisi is a good manager. You don't think he's he's not he's not that guy. No, he's not, he's not that, that guy. guy. He's not that guy. He's not that guy. Uh, in eleventh, Jamie Brown. I got Wellington Phoenix. I have. They have Wellington Phoenix. They have not recruited well. I love Ufuktale. I think he was a great player. He's a good manager, but they have not given him the resources to succeed. Even going back home, it's not going to make a difference. No. Well, the start of the season, they will be again Wollongong Phoenix for a little bit. Yeah. But no, look, yeah, I've gone Wellington in, in 11th as well. 10th place, Jamie Brown. I have Perth Glory. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I don't think they're going to handle the loss of Castro. I think people underestimate how good yeah. he was for that team. Sturridge is great commercially for the league, but not actually on the field. For now. You, we, you will probably have to I eat. say that you now. You will probably have to eat your yeah. words. I, did, did you consider him for Golden Boot? No, no one does. No. He's be injured <laughs> the entire time. Or, yeah. or he won't play because his haircut's a mess. Um, yeah, he can't find a no, good barber because it's fucking Perth. Um, I've, got, I've got Western United in 10. Yeah, so we're kind of very, very similar, similar with very similar. some teams yeah. down the bottom. Uh, ninth. This will shock you, but I've got Newcastle. Ooh. 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 I, that's just based purely on Pappas's coaching. Yep, fair enough. And if they don't play Tim Duncan in goals. <laughs> Jack Duncan. <laughs> that was Jack Duncan, sorry, in goals. Yeah. That's kind of crucial yeah. right there. So, um, But yeah, that's who I've got in ninth. Ninth. I have, this may surprise you, I have Adelaide United. Ooh, doesn't surprise me as much as you might mm. think. <laughs> may surprise the fans, though. Adelaide, what it do you may. think? Let me know. Hit me up in your, in the DMs. <laughs> Let me know what you think. Notoriously good team, but you know, lost a lot of good players. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, who else we've got? So eighth place, Jamie Brown. I have Adelaide United. <laughs> so yeah, it doesn't shock me that <laughs> so much. It doesn't surprise so, yeah. you. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Oh, yeah. I have Perth Glory. Hey, see, look at this. Yeah, this is a very consistent. The, very yeah, our bottom half is very consistent. This this will be the next kicker. In seventh place, so missing out on finals football. Who have you got? Brisbane Raw. Oh, yep. Oh, I just—they haven't recruited well either. Like you know, your best signing is Mila Usnich, who no one's really heard of. You yeah. lost Dylan Wenzel Hall. You lost a great goalkeeper. I just don't Tell think they're going to be in Jamie Brown. I've got Brisbane Raw in seventh. Hey, look at that! Look at that! <laughs> Jesus, we may know what we're talking about here. And I'll, we, we do not talk about this shit before the no, show. Like, we, this is, we talk about Formula One and other things. But talk about everything else but football. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Scraping into finals football, who have you got? Sixth place. Western Sydney Wanderers. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. could definitely see they it. They were going to be my seventh, but you look at those signings, and if he all he has to do is just roll the ball out, and they should be able to get at least into the six. Yeah, you'd think so. Kyle Robinson, this is your job on the line here. But um, in sixth yeah, place, you got three games. Yeah, in sixth place, I have Central Coast Mariners. Well, my next one's not going to surprise you at all. Because <laughs> in fifth place, I assume you have the Mariners. Oh, <laughs> outrageous bit of banter. Nick, there. I think they have a good team. They have a really good coach. I'm really hoping Nick Montgomery can do exactly what they did last year. Because mm-hmm. I mean, we love him on the show. We do. So. And they did well last year. They just ran out of legs yeah. at the end of the season. Um, and a lot of their players are the youth players that he's been coaching for the last few years, and he knows what they can do, yeah. and we've seen what they can do. So, yeah, I think he's got the he's got it in him. Fourth spot, Jamie Brown, the Melbourne victory. <laughs> yeah, that really hurt. <laughs> yeah, have I missed? A, have we missed a club? Yeah, you didn't do the fifth. Did I not do the fifth? I didn't do the fifth. You didn't do your fifth. I've got Macarthur. Oh, okay. I think That's they've recruited well, but they've had a tumultuous off season. <laughs> It's not been great. Uh, to be fair, 
putting them in f- after their recent friendly form. Yeah, I have I having just... them in fifth is probably a stretch. Yeah, but Sydney FC's friendly form's been great, and I still don't feel confident. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, but yeah, having having so... having Macarthur in fifth is a massive stretch for me. That means Melbourne Victory are in your top four. They are in my top four. <laughs> in fact, they're a little bit higher than top four. Ooh, okay. So who've you got in fourth? In fourth, I've got the Western Sydney Wanderers. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can see that. I can see. Anywhere from four to six is the same yeah. pretty much. Anyway, so. um, who have you got in fourth? In fourth, I've got Melbourne yep. Victory. Yep, that's fair. Um, yep, Tony Popovich effect. <laughs> so who damn, in top again. three? Oh. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna go with, you know what? I'm Sydney FC are third. Sydney FC are also yep. third on my big board. <laughs> yep, they just they're good, but it's still Steve Corica. Yep. They haven't made any massive signings. I think they've just they've just, strengthened they've strengthened their depth is what I think they've done. Yeah, they've got a good squad. They've just reassuring like Joel King was their only left back. Great yeah, because Zulo, no one knows yep. what's happening with Zulo. So, and Max Burgess covered a position they lost, yep. and Conor O'Toole is just yeah yep. depth, and Cam Sober yep. is depth. Yeah, hundred percent. Second place, Jamie Brown, Melbourne City. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh yep. my! Though they're going to score one hundred and fifty goals, <laughs> I just think second is where they'll go. But I. Yeah, you know, they're gonna be in the grand final. Yeah, most likely. They will probably be in the grand final. But for me, second place is Sydney FC. Ooh, you got us finished runner yeah, up, huh? I do. You got more faith in us than I do. Yeah, I do. I think <laughs> I think you guys you're a good team. I hate to say it, but you're a good team. My worry is if they lose two of the first three, they're gonna be sacking Corica, then Stagech is gonna be coming in, which will be a boost, but it's gonna take weeks to mm. get it sorted. So And your That's kind of what your I Premier's happens. plate this year, Jamie Brown. Even though you think they're going to finish fifth and the off-season's been garbage, I think MacArthur have done the best in the off-season and I think they're going to improve and they're going to win their first bit of silverware and get the Premier, minor Premier's plate. No, that's just silly. <laughs> very, very silly. You've gone from a really educated man into an absolute clown. And if this happens, Ulysses de Villa will be the Johnny Warren, um, Johnny Warren yeah. medal winner. Yeah, if, it won't matter if, how many assists Naboo gets. No, if, if MacArthur FC win the Premier's plate, Ulysses de Villa will be the man that takes them there. Yep. But they're not yeah, going to win the Premier's plate back. because it's going to be Melbourne City. Wouldn't be surprised with that either. Like, it's, like I said, 150 goals. <laughs> so Patrick Gisnova is one of the best managers in the A-League at the moment, and that front three is devastating. Which is amazing, because I really didn't rate him coming through. I thought, okay, he's inherited a really good squad, but he's done a really good job with yeah. it. The only thing is, they're not going to get 14 goals against Melbourne Victory next year. No, so. no. <laughs> they got to do that They will still the Jets, take a lot of points from Melbourne Victory. But, um, yeah. It's not going to be four, seven nil, seven no, nil, or six it's one. It's not going to be that high. Um, but look, that's a final table. We'll put it up on our Twitter each final table, and we'll compare it at the end of the season. See how wrong we are. Um, yeah. Feel pretty good about my bottom six. Yeah, and, and, and anyone listening, you want to throw your table in? Comment on the uh, on the on the Twitter messages or yeah. whatever. We'll, we'll throw it out there. We want to see your top your top of the table, whatever. Who's going to make finals? Who's going to be? Missing out. Anything we have said on this show, let us know. We love hearing your opinions on this show. But uh, look. Yeah, what's your favorite kit? Yeah. And if you say Melbourne Victory, you're wrong. Yeah. We, we don't want you. you, you we don't associate <laughs> yeah, don't, with you. Don't say no, that. ever. But look, we are, as I've said many times before, we are five days away from kickoff. 
Friday night, the 19th of November, 7.45pm, the reigning Premier's champions, Melbourne City, take on the Brisbane Roar. And I cannot wait. Yeah, a little little bit confusing that Adelaide aren't playing on a Friday night to kick off yeah, the season, shocked. but I like that it's Melbourne City. The defending Premier should kick off yep. the season and... Brisbane Roar are in for a world. They are. What's what do you what's your prediction for this game, Jamie Brown? We'll go. You know what? Let's go a prediction. Brand. We love predictions here. First game, rustiness. Although they looked really good for the Socceroos, I'm going to go three nil to oh, the Melbourne City. Oh, you what? That's exactly what I'm thinking. Um, see, we are. See, it's not been a long time, but we are meshing on our thoughts. Our bottom six ladder is the same. We've got the same in the top six. Like it's ridiculous how insane it's result. scary. <laughs> I may have to yeah. go cleanse myself. Yeah, I might have to. What can I change about this list? No, it's just <laughs> it. It's a good <laughs> list. Um, look, yeah, I've gone 3-0 as well. But then Saturday night, the double header for the A-League. Simultaneous oh, yeah. kickoffs. We've got a Melbourne derby, Melbourne victory versus Western United. And then the big one, the Sydney derby, the biggest game on the A-League calendar, if you ask me. If you ask anyone in Sydney, like... This is the game you want to watch. Sydney FC. Anyone in red and black. Take on the red and black of the Western Sydney Wanderers at Combank Stadium. It's going to be a cracking game. It's going to be a nil or draw. <laughs> it's going to be boring <laughs> as shit. Free to air. Sydney versus the Wanderers. Nil or. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm going to go. It's going to be an enthralling. <laughs> it's going to be a draw. It's going to be, I'm going to go an enthralling two all draw. That'd be, that would be it good. It would be a two-all draw, and Sydney FC will equalise in the 93rd minute. I'll be happy about that because I'm probably going to be there. So Yeah, that's my prediction. I'll take that. But it will be a draw. The first game, you can't have a Sydney derby to kick off you a season. Can. I know, but it's just these teams need to get into form before they beat the shit out of each other for nine This minutes. is war. Like you, can't just, yeah, you can't just throw two angry roosters into a pet. Okay, you can. You absolutely but, um, can do that. <laughs> I just, yeah, it's going to be a draw. It's, it's probably the most common result of, result over the last couple of seasons is a draw. So, yeah, the, it'll be the, a draw. Two, two all I, would be good, but I think it'll be I, a like a, a few of my Sydney FC mates, they're like, like Wanderers are shit every other game of the year, and then they absolutely yep. come and show up for a Sydney derby. I'm like, eh, it's bullshit, It's the man. one that matters. <laughs> just as you think you're going to get an easy three points against a shit Wanderers like, team, I can't bang, believe, like, they score a goal in the 10th minute. <laughs> like I couldn't believe like, we would like the worst form I've seen in years for us coming into a Sydney derby and then we blow you away in the first 10 minutes, go up 2-0. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's just... And then it's the signing no one wanted, Scott matter. McDonald, bags a winner. <laughs> yes, that's it. Yeah. The guy nobody cared about or wanted and I don't think he's playing anymore. No. Um, bags a winner. Scores a goal. It's just, God damn, I hate that bloke. <laughs> and I know his grandparents and I really like him. But um, <laughs> it's just annoying. Yeah. Um, You're too tanned. Yeah, but uh, yeah, two all draw in the Sydney derby. What about the Melbourne derby victory versus Western United? Popper's first game in charge is going to be a two 0 win to Melbourne victory. I've gone three one, so we're going with the, the the two goal deficit. But yeah, I've gone three one. You think Jamie Young's going to concede three goals in a game? Do you? You think Jamie Young's going to concede? Three Not goals? by choice, but I think Jamie Young <laughs> will concede three goals in a game. Either way, Melbourne victory is winning, and that. Oh. Oh, that hurt to say. Oh, yuck. Oh, cold shiver. Yeah. Look, Jamie Young <laughs> will concede three goals, but I'll tell you what, one of them will be an own goal. Oh, that's even... He doesn't do that. He doesn't no, 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 concede no. own goals. Yeah, but it's not going to be his Top fault. Stanley. It's not going to be his fault. Topol's, <laughs> Topol's great at that. <laughs> Come off the bench, scores an own goal. Um, but then also on Saturday night, 10.05 p.m., the only oh, yeah. game in Perth for the first like six rounds, Perth Glory, Adelaide United, 
Daniel Sturridge's first taste at Australian football. How many minutes does he last? 30, maybe? Four. He'll get to 30? Four. <laughs> you could just pull up late. Too hot. Uh, Adelaide's winning this one. 1-0. One yep. I just don't rate Perth at all. Um, I don't think Garcia is a really good manager. Sturridge is good, but, you know, he doesn't fill many of the gaps that they had. I thought Keogh was a more than adequate striker. Same with Fornaroli. They're going to miss Castro. Yeah. They don't understand how much they're going to miss Castro. Yeah, well, I've gone... He is a great I've player. I've gone 1-0 as well. So, um... Consistency is key here. Then Sunday, yeah. we've got two games on the Sunday that round off round one, match week one of the A-League men's 21-22 season when we kick it off with an F3 derby. Nick Montgomery's first game in charge of the Central Coast Mariners, and it will be a win. How good is this this first round? <laughs> a Sydney derby, a Melbourne inconvenience, and an F3 derby. Like, And yes, he will kick it off with a 3-0, I've nil. gone 2-0. Yeah, let's go with Rust for. I'll go two one. I think the Jets will jag a goal like they did last year, but I think the Mariners. No, I'm going to go. Win. I'm going to stick with my two nil prediction for the Mariners, and then we round it off. Wellington Phoenix take on Macarthur FC. I'll tell you what, I didn't see Macarthur's home ground being ready for this game, but apparently it will be. Ulysses Devia straight away taking on his old club. Yeah. <sighs> one all draw. I mean, they get one all draw. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it could take a while for chemistry to mesh, but I think it's going to be a 2-0 win to the... Mm, 3-1. 3-1. I want to see Gary Hooper score a goal, but I do think MacArthur are going to be more superior. Mm. And Ulysses Tefillo will inevitably score against the Phoenix. Will he celebrate? Yeah, I mean, I would. Because yeah, you... You were there for one season. You wouldn't season. believe like, it. Seriously. You are a grub. That's <laughs> yeah, why you Yeah, but you were there it. for one season. You didn't play like 13 years for him. Like, fucking... If Cam Sober scores against the victory this year, do you think he's going to celebrate? Oh, yeah. One season. Yeah, he, he celebrates. Grub. Absolute <laughs> grub. But look, that's the, the rounding up. This is the preview show of the 21-22 A-League men's season. It's going to be a big year. It's going to be a great year of football, and I cannot wait. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. I'm going to say it once more to drown it into your ears. Five days until kickoff. Five days. It's been a long time coming. Wait. This off-season is ridiculous. Like, God damn, I can't stand it. You don't have to, mate. You don't have to stand it for much longer. No, five more days. Five more, five more days. days. One more day as we kick off the A-League men's season 21-22. And that wraps up the show for this week. Uh, we'll be back next week after the first round of A-League action. Cannot wait. It's going to be a cracking weekend of football. I've already cleared my schedule out of all I've got for this weekend is football. I can't wait. <laughs> I'll be watching it at work. Absolutely, you will. Look, <laughs> this has been the Circle of the Rectangle Show preview of the A-League men's season. Can't wait to see you all in two weeks' time. Not at no, fuck it. We're not doing two weeks' time anymore. No, no. What are you? What's this two, two weeks, crap? This is the season, now, man. This is weekly now. We're into week of shit. Now we're, we are back to every week. We got to really pick Ooh. up. We got to pick up our game. Ooh. We got to become entertaining. Again. Yeah, we do. Just, anyway, look. Damn. See you all next week after round one of the A League season. Jamie Brown, it's been great to talk to you again. You too, Nugget. Come on, Sydney. I don't want to come on, Sydney. Thanks for tuning in for this week's episode of the Circle and Rectangle Show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We love hearing from you guys, so please hit us up on our socials, the Circle and Rectangle Show on both Facebook and Instagram. Drop us an email, show at gmail.com or at show on both TikTok and Twitter. And don't forget to check out fanbabblesports.com for the latest blogs and podcasts. <laughs>